Okay, friends. Um, just finished episode 11, Daughter of Ferrix. And uh, this is one of those instances where I didn't, as I was watching, like, didn't like the idea that I was right about Marva. Um, but it seemed like that was the way it was going to go. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know, I'd said that uh, she'd probably die well. Well, Cassian is not there to help her. And uh, that's unfortunately exactly what happened. And we see kind of how the community comes together, which um, you wonder how much of that is kind of stifled around, you know, with the Empire being there. Um, but there's a lot of, like, ideas of tradition in this episode. Um, you know, first with the what they do with their dead on Ferrix. Uh, they cremate them, put their ashes into a brick, and then put the brick in a wall. Um, very Pink Floyd. He, uh, and then what we see later on on Coruscant with uh, Lita and uh, how she seems to be embracing. It's like the hot new trend for Chandrillan girls to embrace uh, the old traditions of uh, Chandrillan ways, I guess. At least that's what we're led to believe. But this episode... Um, a lot of emotion in this episode. I don't really know how else to say it besides that. You know, you get, you get the tension of just after the escape, this episode jumped around a ton. Um, it was kind of hard to take notes, but, uh, the Arcanian, uh, natives, uh, their names were Freedy and Dewey Palomar, I think were their names. Uh, Love those two. Uh, give me uh, give me a couple of figures of those those uh, those lads. Um, but as we've seen time and time again with the Empire, we find out that the resources that are used to run the prison have kind of destroyed the ecosystem of Narkina. So, like you know, they talk about how the prison uh, ruined their water and uh, fishing's no good there. Um, Nice, uh, cool little t a shot of that. Uh, I think it was a tie striker in the very beginning when they're hanging on the ledge, and Melshi's saying that uh, he can't hold on, or he keep, he couldn't climb, he couldn't hold on, and uh, kind of the parallel of you know Marva being unable to hold on, um, if she was, and you wonder, you know, she finally had the resolve to do something, and then things started to slip away from her and a lot of that we didn't even really see um you wonder if she was holding out for Cassian to come back or if she just let herself go pardon my yawn um it's very early uh you know we you know she wasn't taking her medicine and stuff and because she wanted to probably didn't like the way any side effects from that and um you know, she said she was ready to fight, and it almost seems like she didn't. Um, it's sad. And uh, hats off to uh, B2EMO for carrying a lot of the emotional weight of this this episode. The uh, the voice work and the the emotion that you get out of a droid, you know, with him. Um, some of the stuff that he says to Brasso. About, you know, like he doesn't want to leave. He's basically waiting for Marva to come back. And Brasso's got to tell him that she's not coming back. Um, 
it's very sad. And, um, you know, it's like, uh, quick, quick aside, I'm reading Wayward by um, Chuck Wendig, and there's a scene, there's a whole chapter around a dog, like from the dog's POV, and it just, it reminded me very much of kind of what's going on. Very different circumstances. I, for anybody, go read Wayward. It's a very good book. I'm about uh, 40% of the way through. I'm on like chapter 35 or something. Um, but you get like just that like that that raw un like non-judgmental emotion out of you know a dog or b2 emo in this case and um just a weird kind of parallel between the two um yeah this episode being all over the place and you're starting to see like almost fractures um you know, things are, the clamp is kind of like slowly shutting on everything and the empire's, you know, got its, its grip is tightening and, you know, we're just, things almost feel like they're starting to unravel, which I guess is normal for a penultimate episode to have these kinds of feelings of, uh, things not really going their way. I mean, they have to hit a low before they reach a high, if that's how the season ends on a high. I, I mean, who knows? It could be on a total downer. Um, but, you know, lots of meetings and conversations with people. And again, after last week's, you know, just absolutely stellar performances that we got from Andy Circus and Stellan Skarsgård and Ron Mothma, um, this one, while the conversations were a lot shorter and more pointed, um, the delivery was all still there. You know, seeing... Um, like Val and um, Clea in their discussion. A lot of doublespeak in this episode. Um, you know, Val challenging Clea, saying, like, what have you done lately? And Clea's response of, uh, I have always. It's not lately. It's always. I'm always doing something. Um, nice look at the time grappler again there. That's what I had. I got all these notes people like you just said before got on trusty sheets here um we see bix again and uh, my girl's looking rugged like they put her through the ringer um the dude uh key sacks and we finally get a look of uh anto krieger and i didn't look up his name in the in the credits to see who that was i should have done that asking if anto krieger is the guy that whew, pardon me um, she set the meetings up with like is he axes and we don't see Biggs give an answer but there's a part of me that was like just say yes just say yes like Anto Krieger's a dead man anyway it's not going to matter um, but we don't get an answer for that um, and kind of like the overlapping of that scene with um, Lita and this old tradition come back just like I wrote this down, this yielding and acceptance, safe in the braid of the old ways, true and steady and braided in trust. The old ways hold us safe, safe in the knot, in the binding. The old ways teach us bound against the wind, tied to shore, tethered in permanence. And then it sounds like it just starts over again. Um, yielding and acceptance. Like It's like they just kind of loop it and chant it over and over and over again. Very weird. Um, but then through that, you know, we seem like Mon Mothma seems to have made a decision as to 
what she's going to do with that money. And there was a part of me that was thinking like Vel was going to say something like, no, I have the money. I'll cover it for you. You should ask me sooner. Um, after, um, Aldani, but, uh, in the, the quick, you know, the questions of does Luthen know, where's Luthen, all that kind of stuff with, uh, with Vel. Um, and, um, yeah, Mon Mothma, I, I mean, we don't know what that decision is, but she seems to, the reading is that she's going to wed her off to Devil Scalden's son, um, for the money because she can't get caught. She absolutely cannot. You know, the, the downward spiral of Mon Mothma, the last couple of episodes is very evident. Um, and again, sinking to a low to eventually reach a high, but you know, if, uh, Carolyn Blackenstein's you know, reading in uh, Return of the Jedi is any indication. Maybe it's a high she never comes back from, you know, that she's got the weight of the galaxy on her shoulders. And maybe this is one of those early steps that um, gets her to that more solemn place. I don't know. Um, we'll see what that decision is. But, um, you know, it's, um, if that's the choice that she makes, and I said it last week, you know, it would be an absolute low point for her. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, it's that's tough. Um, you get a look at Cyril again in this episode, and he cell service on uh, wherever Sergeant Mosk is like not good. You know, he's trying to tell uh, Cyril that um, he's got some news on Cassie and Andrew because he's still got some homies on uh, Morlana One who's looking into things, and that he may be going back to Ferrix. So this is how everything all sides point to Ferrix. Alden said it last week. Um, so good on you, brother. And, um, everybody's, uh, the gang's all here. Gang's all going to be on Ferrix. Um, shit's about to go down. You know, Cyril stole some stuff from, uh, mom's safe there. I don't know, some money. I, I couldn't really see what it was, but, uh, I, or, you know, his passage off, of course. I mean, maybe he needs like a, it's his passport or something that he took out of there. And Edie, like finding out that that's what the call is about and her like i can sleep easily now like oh good for you um like god what a bitch <laughs> it's just there's no other way to say it guys i'm sorry um but that's just that's the thing about uh about her <laughs> very funny though it's it's weird that like the levity of this show comes from a really terrible person uh it's uh, it was very comical um but uh our, you know cassian goes back to to Niamos to get his stuff there's a the sleeping alien in there uh we see get a look at the manifest why did he open the box while he was in there i mean i guess maybe you want to see if your stuff is there but like just grab the box and go it's it's there nobody touched it um that was my read uh two blasters in there all those credits and uh nemec's manifesto with uh just a little bit of the voice uh nice to have uh, nemec's voice back for just a second and um, again, this episode jump is a very scatterbrained kind of episode. And I guess it just points to the chaos of the situation, everybody that's around. Um, you know, we get back to Luthen on, uh, Segra Milo to go talk to Saw. And again, the first time we saw these two together a couple of episodes ago, um, to these two powerhouse actors kind of going at it. This again you know, saw kind of flexing, you know, so at first saying he, he's like, Hey man, I'm down to help. 
I'm going to Spellhouse and give me all that stuff you said, you know, I'll be the air support. And Luthen kind of laying it out saying like, nope, Anto Krieger, he's got to go down because the ISB, like they, they almost need that victory to know that they have the upper hand. Um, nice look at uh, two tubes there. Using two tubes against Saw, giving two tubes a couple of lines, even though it seemed to be a lie. Um, one of the things I really enjoyed about this scene in particular is the um, the handheld camera work where everybody else's scenes, for the most part, seem to be done on like a camera rig. You know, they're very steady shots, um, especially like Mon Mothma stuff and some of those things. But Saw and Luthen, like it's a handheld, you know, you get that kind of shaky cam. Um, you know, it's kind of chaotic. Again, like it just points to what's going on around them. Uh, and, you know, saw accepting that Krieger's got to go. It says it for the greater good. And uh, the Call It War line um, that we saw in the trailer way early on. Um, the Luthen and Clay again. That, that whole conversation while he's in the ship. I th kind of thought he was over Coruscant for a second. I didn't realize he was still on Segra Milo. Because um, she says, are you coming home? And all of the double talk of that speech. And then once that signal got a little scrambled, I was like, oh, shit, here we go. And that arrestor cruiser, um, you know, comes in. I like that they, they named it the uh, the Cantwall class, uh, named for uh, the designer of the ship. I think it's uh, Chris Cantwell, Colin Cantwell. I forget what the guy's name, but he passed away a few months ago. So that was nice to hear his name in the uh, in the show. Um Clea saying like there's nothing we can do and Luthen's response of that's never true like there's always a choice lots of choices in this episode and the Fondor the ship uh it's just gonna come right out so that ship fucking rules the fact that it can like counteract uh, a tractor beam and the way like it, it blasts the, the dish and the lightsaber dealies that came out of us. I don't know what the hell that's about. Um, as a collector, maybe he's got uh, he's got red Kyber in his ship. And that's how that's what all that's how who knows. Um, and then back to Ferrix where Cassian calls. Um, what's his name? Zanyan, the dude that runs like the shipyard or whatever. And he gets the news that, that Marva's gone. You know, kind of bringing it full circle. Um, looked like Cassian was on a payphone on Niamos. So, uh, yeah, shout-outs to uh, old technology on Earth, I suppose. Um, but then uh, the, the end where he's talking to Melshi, and Melshi's the one to say, like... I mean, I just, I love the line when he says, you know, how, how many people do you think survived or got out? And Cassian says, not enough. And it's clearly, you know, he's speaking about Marva. He's not going to give that information up to, to Melshi, maybe just yet. But Melshi's saying, like, people have to know. We have to split up. Um, uh, Cassian gives him his blaster, the second blaster that he had in his case, and uh, sends Melshi off on his way. And we get um, Cassian on the shore. I'm wondering if... Um, if Melshi knows his real name yet. I don't re recall in the episode if he uses his real name. Because he may still be uh, Keith Gergo to him. Um, I don't know. 
And you wonder how long, uh, I was something that was a question that I had last week in my head. Like, how long is he going to go before he tells him his real name? If he ever does. But yeah, lots and lots of stuff. And, you know, I'm trying to get through all of it, um, as much as I can here. Uh, cause, uh, just uh, as an announcement, I suppose, or kind of just to let you guys know, like I, I will not be doing a full show, um, this weekend. I'm going to take the weekend off and, uh, I'll be back to discuss, you know, maybe both episodes next week. So, uh, this is what you're going to get this week. Um, you know, we have uh, a rare weekend open, so we'll try to do some stuff as a family and, uh, you know, I'll stew on this one for a while. The, um, you know, I, I don't know what to expect for the, for the final episode, except for shit to go down on Ferrix. Um, you know, we still got some trailer shots, death troopers and all of that, you know, Dedra's on her way down there after the funeral. Uh, the funeral is going to be the thing that kicks off, you know, probably a lot of the shit that's going to happen down there. And she says, give them two days to plan or whatever to the ISB dudes. Um, you know, Cinta's there, Val's probably on her way, or she said she was leaving in the morning. Um, yeah, a lot to unpack in this one. A lot to uh, stuff in a suitcase above a shower on the Amos. But, um, yeah, I don't really have much else, guys. Um, just, uh, you know, kind of a, kind of a weird, almost not, not a downer episode, but just, you know, very emotional. Um, I love it. I'm here for all of it. But we got one left. Episode 12, whatever it's called. Um, it's going to be called uh, Stick in the Eye of the Empire. Or, uh, I don't know. Saw Guerrero's middle finger. I don't know, guys. I don't have <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Oh, these titles have been really good for for this series. I it, oh, shout out for them to the music in this one. The way it started, it had, like it was a t- like music we had never really heard before, like the sound. Um, and then like the kind of like the string orchestration at the end where Cassian is on the beach, very, very reminiscent of Rogue One being on the beach, um, kind of looking off, but. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't really have much else. I guess, you know, you can hit me up on the socials with any thoughts. Since, like I said, I won't be doing an episode this weekend. But you can still send me an email if you want for next week. Uh, comlink, C-O-M-L-I-N-K at jamtransmissions.com. Guys, um, you can find me on the socials, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Cadbane's Bounty. You can follow the show on Twitter at JT Comlink uh, and on Instagram at jamtransmissions. And, um, yeah, guys. I don't really have anything else. You know, this is a, a longer kind of immediate reaction, but um, yeah, I don't know what else to say except for it's a little bittersweet knowing that there's one left, you know, to get the culmination and then that'll be it until um, until season two, which is going to start filming in just a couple of days. So lots to look forward to. Um, we're just going to have to wait a while before we get it. So I will talk with all of you friends next week after episode 12 and whatever that entails. Uh, And until then, for the rebellion, may the force be with you.